Blog Talk Radio. Whatever it is, it's not right on a teleprompter. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. All right, go, go. In five, four, three. hear the same old song and I don't leave the highway long enough to bog down in the mud cause I've got rambling fever in my blood well how the hell are you ladies and gentlemen this is Brad I am joined by Dan O and this is the fuck it we'll do it live show the show that asks how just in the hell are you ladies and gentlemen and that is a very serious question as we enter these times with this global pandemic the coronavirus again like we always say uh in very formal and social settings covid19 currently affecting 209 countries and territories around the world and two international conveyances now these stats they come from worldometers.info, and you can get there at worldometers.info forward slash coronavirus forward slash of around the world, ladies and gentlemen. Around the world right now, there are 1,345,751 cases, new cases totaling 72,850. The death rate right now, 74,647, with 5,220 new deaths. On a positive note, if you can have a positive note, 278,428 have totally recovered from the virus. Okay? I know that's not much when you think about 1,345,000 cases, but, you know, 278,000 is a good number especially when you throw the word recovery near it. Now, 992,000 active cases, 47,518 critically uh, classified cases. And ladies and gentlemen, 9.6 people die per 1 million of the population. Now, the staggering news, now I know we have a global audience, but the staggering news here in the United States is that we have a total now of 367,000 total cases. The next closest is Spain with 136 and Italy with 132,000. We have 30,000 new cases, okay? 5,000 is the next number down to Spain. Okay, now we have, here's the kicker though. We are slowly, 
closing in on Italy in the death rate. As Italy was 16,000 deaths, we have 13,341, a total of seven, or excuse me, Spain was 13,000, Italy was 16,000. We're in third now, surpassing um, China and Japan, I believe, at 10,000. But the number that is scary is 1,255, okay? So that's what's really scary. But now let's, let's take just a few seconds to put this into perspective. You have uh, 1,914,000 tests that have been administered in the United States. The closest one to that is Germany, apparently. Uh, let me click this little button here, and we will go, yes, Germany with 918,000. So we're a million tests more than, than virtually any other country. So obviously that's going to put into the perspective that we're going to see uh, an increase as these test results come back, and we're going to see that in abundance. So, you know, I, I urge people to be precautious. I urge people to do what they've got to do, but please, please don't panic, okay? Because you have to take in the social atmosphere of our country compared to those other countries, and we're very relaxed. doesn't matter who the president is. The, the blame game is not today. The blame game is, is for later when this is all gone. And even is, is it really even there then? But what I'm saying is, is that here we are, okay? So we have to look at the fact that we're a million ahead of the testing rate. So obviously our numbers are going to appear to be higher, I think, in, in a lot of respects, okay? But there is positive news as well. New York also seeing a drop in the number of positive cases, and I believe they haven't had any new ones, and I'd have to look. But since a couple of days ago, so that's very good news in, in a hard-ridden town or state like New York, okay? So that's our corona, and we're going to talk more about it. We're going to talk more about that. I promise you this. But I want to go over uh, a couple of headlines out there today. Of course, our president, whether you like him or not, is saddened over Boris Johnson's virus condition, and he offers help of brilliant companies to help Boris Johnson as Boris was moved to intensive care after his symptoms worsened, Okay. Now, we've recorded over 10,000 coronavirus deaths. We've talked about that. We're going to go into a little bit of detail about that. Uh, Trump, this is where it is interesting to me. Is Biden and Trump had a really good phone call, according to the president, this afternoon. Whether you want to believe him or not, I tend to believe him. I think this is a time for bipartisan uh, support. We're not fighting. We're American people that are dying, and it's not the prime minister's. Senators, it's everybody. There's no immunity to this if you catch it, okay? So I think we need to take that into perspective. A lot of stuff to talk about tonight. We're going to have a jam-packed two hours. We hope to provide you some entertainment. But we're going to go ahead here, and I'm going to do this real quick, and then we're going to bring Dano in. And, and I hate to bring Dano in on this note, but today is April the 6th of 2020, four years ago today. The late, great Mo Haggard passed away. He was born April 6, 1937. He died April 6th of 2016 on his 79th birthday. Now, he was born Merle Ronald Haggard in Oildale, California, during a time called the Great Depression. He had a very troubled childhood after the death of his father, and he was incarcerated several times in his youth. After being released from San Quentin State Prison in 1960, he managed to turn his life around, and he launched, which this is an understatement, but a successful country music career. 
It was not only successful, it was amazing. He gained wide popularity with songs about the working class that occasionally contained themes contrary to the prevailing anti-Vietnam War sentiment of our much popular music at the time. Between the 60s and the 80s, he had 38 number one hits on the U.S. country charts, several of which have also made the Billboard's all-genre singles chart, and he continued to have success and released albums into the 2000s. Of many honors that he has includes the Kennedy Center Honor, his Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award, a BMI Icon Award, a Nashville Songwriters Hall of Fame induction, a Country Music Hall of Fame induction, an Oklahoma Music Hall of Fame induction. Again, he died April 6, 2016, his 79th birthday at his ranch in Shasta County, California, having recently suffered from double pneumonia. One of Haggard's last recordings, his last recording was a song called Kern River Blues described his departure from Bakersfield in the late 70s and his displeasure with politicians as that song was recorded on February 9th and it features his son, Ben, on guitar. The record was released May 20th, 2016. So today, a special day, I mean, it, it almost feels like like we need to stop doing this show because we're killing country music, and I and I say that in jest. Please don't get offended by that. But it, I, I mean, shit. The first episode we lose Kenny Rogers. The second episode we lose uh, Joe Diffie, and the third episode we talk about the death of of Merle Haggard, albeit four years ago. But uh, damn, if you're a country music singer, Dan. Oh, you have to really go. What the hell? I want to listen to this depressing shit for. You know, I mean, but. Obviously, we have to remember him. So, ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, let me bring you the man who mixes just about anything 80-proof with Mountain Dew. I rhymed on that one. It's Dano. Dano, welcome to the show. Now, I'll see what you did there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Merle Haggard, I grew up in Old Town, but my gusher never came in. Yeah, he... um. Yeah, do the Dust Bowl. Yeah, he uh, was shipped to, was it Cali? Maybe Southern Cali. And uh, he had the Bakersfield sound. But, yeah, Mr. Merle Haggard. And then, you know, who died not long after him was Prince. Took a lot of uh, star power away from Mr. Merle Haggard simply because Prince had passed away. But, big, yeah. Big shout out to to the Haggard family, and uh, of course, the greatest singer songwriter of all time, Mr. Merle Haggard. Of course, the poet of the common man. Poet of the common man. That's what. And Dano, you about. have to Merle feel Haggard like was. you really have to feel like uh, Merle sitting in that uh, line, you know, right there at the pearly gates, and he's like, "Man, they're paying tribute to me." and here comes Prince and that purple jumpsuit talking about y'all want to play some ball, bitches? I mean, huh? <laughs> I doubt Merle. Well, a lot of people are upset Merle. about that. A lot of people are very upset that that Merle um, didn't get the honors because Prince passed away and kind of stole that from him. Uh, Prince was a legend, you know. Uh, if there was anyone that was going to take the star power away from the passing of Merle Haggard, it would be Prince. And I'm okay with that, but Mr. Merle Haggard was, uh, oh, man, he was one of a kind. 
certainly he was legendary and genius. Blah blah blah. What's up, man? What's really going on with everybody today? Staying in your homes, um, probably having a bunch of babies because we know you are making poor decisions right now. Well, we know it's funny that you said that. They actually said that uh, in about nine months uh, we're going to see a spike in population uh, with babies being born. And I mean, let's be honest. I mean. If you're at the house and you got nothing to do and you can't go anywhere, you really can't bring your side piece over, uh, you know, unless, you know, that's what your wife's cool with. And so what do you do? You say, eh, yeah, let's get drunk. And in the famous words of, of, uh, of, of Jesse, let's just go around the corner and start screwing and stuff. I mean, uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, you went West Memphis three uh, reference on me. You know, if you if you guys ever if you're out there and you're watching Paradise Lost one, two, or three, you'll see what what uh, Breaking <laughs> Bad Brad is talking about when he's saying he took them around the corner, and started screwing them stiff. Uh, yeah, so you'll you'll see what he's what what where he's going there with that. But um, Mr. Mo Hagger, though, yeah, a legendary over. Five decades of, uh, you know, badass, you know, so it's whatever. Oh, absolutely, you know, and uh, usually we would start to show with the coronavirus information, and we're definitely going to do that. Got a lot of news to talk about. Got some interesting stuff that, uh, you know, that we want to share our opinions of uh, on. But what we're going to do, since we did the whole Merle Haggard uh, thing first, We're going to play that Turn River Blues by Mr. Merle Haggard, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to get it going here on Fuck It. We'll do it live. I'm leaving town tomorrow. I'll get my breakfast in the sky. Well, I'm leaving in the early morning Eat my breakfast in the sky Be a donut on a paper Drink my coffee on the fly Cause I'm flying out on the jet plane Gonna leave this town behind I'm flying out on a jet plane Gonna leave this town behind They done moved the city limit Out by the county line Put my head up to the window Watch the city fade away Put my head close to the window Watch oil they'll fade away Now the blues back in the 30s And just like the blues today
There used to be a river here Running deep and wide Well, we used to have a current river Running deep and wide Then somebody stole the water Another politician lied When you close down all the honky-tonks The city died at night When you close down all the honky-tonks The city died at night When it hurt somebody's feelings Well, a wrong ain't never right An old boxcar goodbye Well I'm leaving town forever Kiss an old boxcar goodbye I dump my blues down in the river But the old Kern River's dry Kern River Blues sang by the legendary late great Merle Haggard. Uh, Dano, you know, moving on, man, we got some big news uh, past week here. A U.S. Navy captain, as Trump said today in his uh, speech uh, on the task force, he was in charge of an $18 billion vessel, the USS Gerald Ford, a nuclear powered submarine. Um, do you think that the Navy acted accordingly, or do you think that they fucked up, or did this captain fucked up? Excuse me, the Theodore Roosevelt, excuse me. Uh, not uh, USS Theodore Roosevelt. See, that's fuck me shit. Miss it. Fuck me. I have no idea, man. I, um, I'm, I'm still trying to find my cigarette. I got to smoke. Look, John, John. You're, you're a third-rate host. You're, you're not going to cut it. You're not going to make it. You're just not going to make it. <laughs> Fake news. Fake news. And, 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 you know, and, you know, he uh, he gets away with that. I mean, how many presidents get away with that? Oh, it's hilarious, though. I think the subject nature of the task force's uh, comments are, you know, very somber and very. You can see. I think you. I think you said it too. You could see in the face of the president. There's this look of, of golly, like man, I just, I'm done. China has kicked me in the sack. I'm on my knees. 
But to be honest with you, like I feel like this dude's not sleeping, which he shouldn't be. He's got a, you know, he's got the world, you know, the United States and the world to worry about to a degree uh, on the latter part. But you know, these reporters, I'm watching this, and I don't even want to get fucking political. But let's be honest. Look, asshole. Uh, we understand that you have a story to write and that you want to try to somehow spurn this November 2020 shit. But hey, man, I'm sitting down here in front of, of a computer screen for the last 17 days without being able to do anything. And and uh, you're over here asking the president some bullshit questions. I honestly believe that what you get is what you get. And you know what? Shut the hell up or ask a legitimate question that isn't loaded with a bunch of bullshit in it. Yeah, well, political or not, whichever side you're on, I mean, the questions that you ask are are very important. I mean, you're you're asking questions. You're, you know, you're journalists. Uh, you're very responsible. You're supposed to be responsible, and you're getting a lot of that time to ask those important questions and make them useful. I mean, don't don't degrade or or uh, or uh, contradict the president. Hell, he's contradicted himself a million times. He's going to do that. He'll tell you he'll do that. Uh, just, um, you know, when you, when you get a question, you should be privileged as a journalist uh, for the president to point at you and ask you a question. I mean, use it wisely and uh, help the American people. Uh, what are the American people asking? What are they wanting to ask the president? Exactly. I mean, you, you know, obviously you, depending on what you believe in, sometimes you may go, well, I don't feel like this guy's done enough. Well, let me tell you something. First of all, you know, I think we are misguiding our information towards, uh, uh, you know, maybe let's go find the, the fucking originator of this and let's do something about it. You know, I mean, but I'm not getting political tonight. I'm not doing it. Damn it. You made me do it. Not you, but... I did it, but I just, I just, I can't help but think, what the hell are we really doing um, when we're asking these types of questions? What I want is a, a, a task force to talk about the fucking Tiger King. I mean, right? Task well, <laughs> oh, oh, the the Tiger. The <laughs> I see where you're going there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, he 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 raked his balls across my face and. Uh, hey, hang on, uh, you know he what? He thinks they're golden you know nuggets. We're gonna do it. Yeah, well, hang on, we're gonna do that, y'all, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna do we're it. <laughs> we're doing it. We're gonna do it live, ladies and gentlemen. Hang on, we're in there. We're in there. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Yes. Why is that not in the system? Somebody's fired. Oh, I'm pissed. <laughs> I am absolutely pissed off. Ladies and gentlemen, bear with me for a minute. I have fucked some shit up in here. Uh, hello? It's not here. Uh, hold on. Well, you know what? I'm going to load that into the system right now because that's what I do. And I think that that's going to be played at least once a night because, you know what? Let's talk about that for just a second, and then we'll play it. We don't want to, like, turn everybody off. I mean, look, Dana, I know you've been to a ton of funerals. I've been to a ton of funerals. When have you ever heard that? When have you ever I'm not a, heard I'm not that a fan in front of, of us? Uh, you know, I'm not a fan of funerals at all. I've, 
I've been to a few. No. I don't like them. Oh, I don't like them either, but let's be honest. When is the last time that you've been to a funeral where a grieving mother has been sitting there with her son and he drops that comment? And I'm, damn it, what has happened here? Something's going on. Hold on, dude. I'm lighting a cigarette, man. Give me well, a chance. Well, what did you do to my show here? You, oh, you delivered me an intentional. As long as I'm on your you show, you're fine. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm definitely going to be punished for that. Somebody has hijacked the sound, and I, I am going to effort to find that. And if it plays uh, <laughs> through the microphone, it's happening. But, uh, yeah, so so here we are. Let me set this up for you people. You can't, Dano, can you make this shit up? You can't. There's no way. You can't make this up, dude. There's, you can't. It's, it's, there's no way around it. The dude said it. That okay? may be the funniest part. They may be the most entertaining, uh, odd but hilarious part of the uh, the whole documentary. Oh, dude! And I'm like, and it, it it's one of those things that that hits you out of out of left field. It's like what you know, because you're watching this, and here's this guy, and he's up there, and he's got that you know that ten cent country accent that I call it, um, and he's talking about. You know, Travis was the great guy. It's one of the greatest. And you know, he he, he told me that. And I'm gonna play the shit, so don't don't think I'm doing that. But you know, he says, you know, me and Travis, you know, we we were we were we were good. And he he's put on this earth to make me feel better. And uh, one of the things he liked to do was, and uh, if I can find it, I'm gonna play it. But he liked to rub his balls on my face. And I went, oh, my God, did he just... And I had to rewind it a hundred times, which is not easy on a fucking Xbox stick. I promise you. I <laughs> swear to God. Dude, uh, I wore that motherfucker out. <laughs> I wore that son of a bitch out. So without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, man, shit, technology sucks. God. You gotta be you gotta oh. be smarter than the bullshit, man. Well yeah, it's I mean, hard for me. I can't. Either oh, that or <laughs> let's uh, go ahead and play this clip right here. It's not a day of mourning, but a day of celebration to celebrate the life of Travis Michael Mozinato. And we spent the last four years of our life together. And I asked him every day, I said, why me? He said, because God put me here to make you smile, and that's my job. And it didn't matter how stupid he had to get. But if I was sitting there concentrating as short as I could on the computer to write a letter to a senator or a congressman or something else, he'd run come and rub them balls in my face. And everybody that works here knows exactly what I'm talking about because you've seen his balls. <laughs> they were like golden nuggets to that boy. <laughs> Can't even. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't even know where to fucking start. <laughs> I don't. Uh, 
Yeah, that's bad. Bad PR for white people. <laughs> Maybe in the South, it's horrible. Black people are laughing at us right now. It's just, this is not good. But, <laughs> you know, and what's sad is it's out there. You know what I think? I think I think he was. Uh, I I think. Hell, now that I think about it, I sound like him. I don't like that, dude. I mean, let's 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 back the 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 train of fuckery back a little bit. And so here, let's set this up. He goes, boy, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, I just had a hard time, and I asked him. I said, "Why me, Travis?" And Travis said, uh, "Well." Cause I'm put on this earth to make you feel better, to make you happy. And uh, when I'm sitting there and I'm trying to concentrate and write a letter to a congressman, said, all right, stop the fucking track right there. That I envision this dude with a number two, actually, fuck that, a big chief pencil. And that, you know, that shit we used in kindergarten that had the letters. And he's like, uh, Mr. Congressman. It's congressman or congresswoman, you know? Stop the fucking press right there, dude. Stop it uh, you right take there. Stones. You take them stones and you drag them right across my grill. And you do whatever <laughs> you want to do. Uh, I love you. And Lord Jesus Christ and my Savior, he's going he's gonna to let you rub those balls across my forehead. And and it's going to open <laughs> up my eyelids. I mean, let can you imagine, Danny, him writing that letter? Dear Mr. Congressman, how are you doing? That's a country <laughs> song. Dear Mr. Congressman, I got balls on my forehead. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Has anybody benefited, if you can benefit from the COVID virus, other than the Tiger King? Because let's be honest, if I don't think I think if the Tiger King comes out in normal times, it's going to be laughed at. But it's not going to be something that that you literally go, yeah, I can't stop watching it. I mean, we all lived and watched Paradise Lost One, which absolutely put a bullet in the white culture. Because a, we're we're not all sitting around making country music and smoking Newports. Well, but the okay, white so girl, the, the the girl, the girl with the uh, the mess, you know, with the lost hand, she was obviously Latin or some sort of uh, whatever descent. She uh, she smiled through it all, even after she hell. I think she was getting her arm bit off, and she was smiling. I mean, you got to give her some props. I love that girl. I don't know what what my deal is, but she's amazing. Dude, first of all, man, she went back to work five days after basically giving that goddamn tiger a Vienna sausage of her limb. So I'm not going to tell her no. I'm not going to be like, hey, I'm sorry. No, I'm going to be like, shit. Look, I, I have like six teeth left. And yes, I did some work after getting them removed, but that's teeth. My phalanges didn't become tiger food. And I wanted to know, they said that, uh, honestly, they said that they gave her the option to save her hand, but they were like, well, we can't do that. 
And the only thing that I can imagine is, do you remember in that scary movie when that dude had that hand? That's what I actually, think. yeah. Oh, yeah, where he stuck his hand out the window. No, but she actually, they they actually gave her an option that she could go through two years of reconstructive reconstru- uh, surgery and maybe save her hand or whatever. And uh, she said, "Fuck no." And well, do you blame uh, her? She said, "No, I'm Maybe. going back to work." I was like, "What? Boy, she's a savage!" And she had a smile on her face the whole freaking time. Yeah, I mean, but can you blame? I mean, look, I can only imagine that you know we've seen what a tiger can do to a horse. Yes, I said a horse. Okay, we can also see what it does to a human. I mean, I probably shouldn't have said that. Fucking Carol Baskin. Um, but, you know, how much of her hands left? Great Halloween prop, I'm sure, but in everyday life, is it really going to be feasible? Did you really? Dude, her arm I mean, looks it, like a deal. Man, it's crazy. Well, I mean, that might come in handy. You never know. She could <laughs> become the she could become the ninth X Men. I want to say that. I want to say that. She could become the ninth X Men. It'd be Wolverine and Dildo Girl. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, I don't know, man. I, I watch so much shit on YouTube that you show me, like, <laughs> you know, like that uh, one of your favorites, Chris D'Elia, his reaction video to that shit is hilarious. By the way. Oh, Chris uh, uh, D'Elia? Is it D'Elia? Yeah. Chris D'Elia. Yeah, he's amazing. He's he's very talented, funny. If you get a chance, I'm, you know, big shout out. But, yeah, uh, Chris D'Elia. I mean, there's a lot of podcasts out there. I mean, they're going around left and right over this Tiger, Tiger King shit. And just take your pick. You're going to laugh. They're going to break that shit down. And But Chris D'Elia is... Um, He's amazing. It, it is so. Uh, I mean, it, dude, it's it's hilarious. Um, you know, we're quarantined. Everybody's quarantined, and we're looking for shit to watch. But yeah, check it out if you get a chance for sure. Chris D'Elia, the Tiger King, uh, whatever, blah blah blah. He'll uh, he'll break that shit down for you in the most hilarious, sarcastic way that you you know, if you like that kind of shit, whatever. Well, and you know the the uh, the funny thing is, is uh, you talk about stuff to do and stuff to watch, uh, but Pornhub, okay, and this comes, you know, we're in Arkansas, so our wonderful capital is Little Rock, but uh, our own mayor has joined in and publicly stated, and this is the weirdest shit. Uh, of course, if you go to Pornhub, I'm no expert, but let me explain how it works. Um, you know, there's premium content on there that you just can't have access to. Right now, during the coronavirus, if you go to Stay Home Hub, you can get access to the premium content of Pornhub for free. You can't make that shit up either. So they're offering, Dano, they're offering premium porno on one of the premier porn sites, I, I guess, uh, that, that you can watch the premium stuff for free while we're being sequestered to the homes in this uh, quarantine session. 
it's weird. It's crazy. There's a, I mean, there's a lot of things. I, there's a lot of things I'm finding out on uh, just sitting at home. Uh, you can milk a prostate. Hello. Whoa. Uh, <clears throat> Hello. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, um, we I don't mm, I don't even what are you doing to me? That is not. I, I, I'm just saying, dude. Dude, I was on Pornhub, man. I was on Pornhub and it pulled it up, man. And there's chicks <laughs> digging and dudes' asses for the prostate, and they're milking their their shit without being, you know, without getting the hammer down. And they're just milking the prostate. And I'm like, what, dude? I want that. Hello? Hello? Yeah, let's, uh, okay. Get a little hot in here. Jesus, what the hell? It's getting hot in here. Yeah. So take off all your clothes and milk my prostate toes. Whatever. Uh, Yeah, but man, you get on, uh, you get on Pornhub, dude, and it's like, there's so many different things. It's like, what am I missing out on, dude? I'm missing out on, like, hey, dude, chicks can fuck with my prostate. And I'm like, hey, and I ain't got to do shit. You know, it's well, like crazy, about that dude. I mean, uh, hello. Um, I'm kind of thinking that maybe the Census Bureau shouldn't be advertising for the Census right now. Blame hey, and there's this other thing on uh, Pornhub. It's called edging, where you stop. Right before you blow a wad, and then you stop, and then boom, you know, and then shit's like fucking oozing, and it's great, dude. I'm going to wow. try that one day. Now, you do that, and uh, please don't tell me about it. Uh, well, so, question. Dude, there, I mean, I'm serious, dude. You've got to get on. you got to get no, on board. No, it's not. Where in the hell is the mute button? You always uh, do that, Always, especially Dano, when you're in quarantine. Dano is having uh, Dano what are you going to do? Go catch Bobby? You're going to catch Bobby. Yeah, I'd rather do that than what you're talking about. Um, I don't think they're letting us yeah. do that right now. Are they in the space? Well, Somebody call in. Yeah, no kidding. Um, so, how about Dude, I'm going to be a kinky motherfucker whenever I get done with this quarantine, dude. I'm going to have a lot of shit going on. Hell yeah. How about it? Do we want a Tiger King movie or not? Do we want that? Well, sure. Why not? Yes. Okay. Not a movie. I don't know about a movie, but, uh, you know, uh, another series on Netflix. I mean, sure. Absolutely. Well, they're talking about doing a movie, so I think that we're going to join the public Twitter battle for the opportunity to star in a movie based on this unbelievable story. Okay, so... Dana, I want I could do believe her. All right, so Christian Bale is who I would pick to play the role of Doc Antiel. The long-haired white, the yeah. white long-haired guy with the little poofy thing under the chin. I can get down with that. I would say maybe, yeah, okay. And then I'd say maybe... Um, Alan Jackson? No, I'm just kidding. I would say maybe Channing Tatum maybe doing the uh, – or uh, everybody wants to say David Spade, but there's no way, dude. There's no way. That dude's terrible. 
Well, you know, let's let's just go by character and let's not get ahead of ourselves. Who plays Carol Baskin? Uh, Sissy Spacek, maybe. Uh, maybe, maybe Diane Lane. Maybe no, no, she's too sweet and gorgeous. Um, maybe Melissa McCarthy. Well, according to the according to what I'm reading, and, and this is I'm looking at this picture here, Julianne Moore would be a perfect yeah. visual. Yeah, I visual think she's got the eyeball. For sure. She's got I the mean, eyeballs and the lips. And, you know, we talked about this earlier. Obviously, uh, Lowe, you know, the Jeff Lowe. Who would you pick to play Jeff Lowe? As I'm looking at who they suggest, it's a perfect fit visually and his ability. But, Dano, who would you say plays Lowe? I know you want to play Lowe because he's got the nanny and the redhead. I get that. But who would you tap to play Jeff Lowe? Maybe, uh, maybe Woody. Woody Allen's not bad. What if I told you Russell Crowe? Nah, yeah, sure, sure. Why not? Sure. I mean, I mean, yeah, let's go Russell Crowe. Let's get the fucking movie made, man. Fuck yeah, man. I'm down with whoever, man. Let's just. You know, whoever. Let's go Joe Rogan. The great podcast. Joe Rogan. Well, hey, hold on. We have a caller, ladies and gentlemen, and I believe I know who this is. So hang on one second. And we have a caller. Caller, are you on the air? Yeah, Brad. What's up, man? What's up, Sean? Sean, you got me and Dano here. We were... You've been listening for a minute. We were we were talking about actors to play the Tiger King uh, roles, and and uh, I guess you have to go for looks, and you have to go for who could pull it off. Um, so, you know, you've heard some of ours, and I I heard you say what you typed on here on Facebook. You said uh, Mel Gibson is the Tiger King. Goddamn it. <laughs> Dude, that would be, like, brilliant. Mel Gibson come in with that mullet and do the Tiger King. I'm all over it. I think that would – he'd win an Oscar. <laughs> a lot of people have said uh, Alan Jackson and uh, – <laughs> obviously, ah. uh, David Spade was, was the, would be, you know, the Joe Dirt character is not too far oh, from Joe that. Oh, Joe Dirt. <laughs> right, right. Oh, uh, hi, hi, Danny, by the way. I'm Sean. Yeah, Sean. What's up, buddy? Hey, hey, Sean. I'm Danny. What's up, brother? <laughs> What's going on, man? Nah, hey, no, man. man. I, I can't just... call it, man. How are you, buddy? Oh, I'm doing good. I, You know, you guys started talking about Tiger King. I had to jump on here real quick and just say that tigers and masks, that's a hell of a combination, man. Honestly. <laughs> well, you know like, what? The, the, but you know what? The, you know what, Sean? Uh, yeah. it's, it it really is it really is bad PR for for <laughs> for white people and there's obviously a lot of math involved. Now they're not talking right. about a whole lot of it, but there is, and it's really it's really embarrassing. <laughs> it really well, I, I I just love the fact that he's like cruising malls and he sees these eighteen year old dudes and he's like, hey, I got tigers and meth, and they're like, yeah, I can go gay for that. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, 
a lot of times people are saying, well, these guys weren't really gay, and he's not even gay, but they're doing it for some kind of uh, stardom or business moves or whatever. They're doing whatever it takes, and then it, it's probably um, not a good thing for the gay community. But anyway, that's another story. <laughs> right. But but, but well, you know, I it's like uh, I want to know Sean's opinion on on number one. I, I, I got to hear this because I love your your opinions on shit. But on two things, number one, the whole funeral excerpt where he talks about dude rubbing his balls on his face to make him happy, and number two, dude, right in front of his fucking mom. That, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Look, that that was a DVD stopper for me. I had to stop for a minute and I said, "What the I, hell did I, I, I just watch?" You kept rewinding that shit. <laughs> oh, that's crazy! Because I was, was sitting so here watching it. I got a sound clip of it. You know, it's my it, ringtone. It, it is fucking amazing, dude. The fact that he came out at that funeral and did that. It was like watching uh, uh, Eastbound and Down, man. I couldn't believe what show. I was watching. It was crazy, right? <laughs> he said he remembers Eastbound and Down. Dude. That's great. That's a good. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Sean, how about this? I'm going to do that. I'm going to get a, I'm going to audio clip that, and that's going to be my text tone. So whenever somebody texts me, it's going to be like, he rubbed my balls on my face. I mean, I'm doing it. That's really amazing. Brad, <laughs> I'm, te- I'm telling you right now, Brad, I'm telling you right now, if you don't get property <laughs> of the Tiger King above your junk tattooed on you right there, <laughs> you don't have a hair on your ass. Well, did you see what he covered it up with, though? He, oh, yeah, he covered up with a bull. I'm like, but I see that. Exactly. He, he pulls his he pulls his pants down, and I'm like, you know, Tupac did that way better with the whole thug life. You went property owned, yeah. uh, privately owned by Joe Exotic. Come on, man. Right. Hey, Sean, what do you uh, what do you? Hey, Sean, what's your thoughts on uh, on uh, the the uh, COVID nineteen and. Uh, not how it's being handled, but what do what do you think uh, as far as the numbers and and uh, where, well, where where it's headed? Are you worried? Some, are you worried on the daily, or you, do you think it's gonna go like the Spanish flu, or you think it's something as serious as that, or you think it's gonna be like the regular flu? You think it's just gonna you're gonna get it and it's gonna go away and you're gonna be immune to it, or what? What's up, man? What are your thoughts? Well, uh, it's it's some crazy shit, obviously. You know, some motherfucker ate a bat, and now we're all going to get sick and die. So it's like, what the hell? Um, uh, especially like where I work, uh, you know, I have to deal with this crap every day and, and hear all the, you know, updates and what's going on and how many people are dying. And, you know, it's just uh, some of the reports that I've read, people have actually said that this is just going to become the norm. COVID-19 is with us for forever. So we're going to have a season of this forever by some experts' uh, findings, but I don't know, man. I mean, I was hoping that, that you know, Mr. Trump and you know, everybody be in charge by Easter, but it don't look like that's going to happen. So uh, I'm lucky that I'm still working, and we'll just see how that goes from there. It, it's crazy. I mean, life as a norm, geez, I don't, I don't even know what normal is anymore. Now you I, don't. I mean, there's yeah. no, there's no basketball, there's no football, there's no baseball. Right. Uh, people are actually getting along for the most part. Fuck me. They are. Uh, uh, 
You know, and every time you go to Kroger's, it's like they're filming American Gladiators in that motherfucker. <laughs> you have to. You, I mean, have you been to Walmart? I mean, have you been to Walmart? I haven't been to Walmart in several weeks, but I have a neighbor that's gone to Walmart, and, and they have overturned shopping carts and made this like obstacle course. And everybody's in really? there wearing these fantastic costumes. There's there's a site on Facebook right now where they've taken two liter bottles. And they've cut a section out, and they look like, I thought, are you fucking welding, or are you protecting yourself from the coronavirus? Because you know, that's I, what it looked like to me. I, I hated people way before this happened, so I, I don't even go near Walmart or anything. Uh, but, yeah, I just watch it on the Internet and all the stuff that's happening. I, I can't believe it. And then what happened in Little Rock yesterday, the whole COVID uh, parade, did you guys see that? No, I was going to no. ask you about that because Brad had mentioned it, and we can't find yeah. it anywhere on Google or anything, and uh, I thought it was bullshit. No, it's actually on YouTube. Uh, not YouTube. It's on Facebook. Uh, I had a girl send me a clip. I'll, I'll send it to you guys for next week's show if you guys want to watch it, but it's insane. Like, from Asher University all the way up to, I think it, I think it was Markham. That I mean, there were just hundreds and hundreds of kids out there just acting crazy, getting into fights, you know, doing donuts in the parking lot so cops can't do anything. It was it was funny. Yeah, and I had I had heard about it, but I didn't know. And they show in the video that there's police officers. Which I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, Shit, I don't know if I'm going to go stop that, knowing that I could potentially be on a, a ventilator for that shit. Uh, you know, but I'm, I would love for you John, to why are they, John, why are they out there doing that? What, what, what are they well, saying they're out there doing that for? Is it is it just immaturity, just kids being crazy, or is it is there a purpose, or are they just uh, – do you know? I mean, what have you read up on it? I mean – is it just it's just a bunch of it's just, yeah, it's just a bunch of dumb kids, just like it's spring break. You know, they're bored and they're just trying to go out and have some fun. Unfortunately, some of them will get get the corona and some of them are gonna die, and that sucks. You know, I thought it was funny the stuff I was watching. You know, uh, I mean, we we've all been that age. We did stupid shit. That's exactly what they're doing. Yeah, but we haven't been that age and gone through something like this. I don't think it's getting across to these kids. I don't know. Um, but you're right. I mean, I mean, uh, lots and lots of uh, generations have gone by, and how are you just going to stop kids in their tracks and make them just stop doing something that they're so accustomed to and they've learned from their parents? How are you going to? How are you just going to stop making them do it? I mean, because of the coronavirus that we haven't. Um, we, we we really don't even know anything about. I mean, again, normal's out the window. Nobody knows what normal is anymore. We're just going day to day. This could get a lot. So of you think you think you think those better? kids are just you think those kids are just doing that because that's just typical kids that. Uh, yeah, they're just bored, they're, man. There's I mean, too they, much that happened. Sure yeah, I'm sure one of them got on Facebook and told a bunch of their friends, and it just cascaded until you had like a few hundred people out there doing donuts in the Kmart parking lot. You know, the cops across the street going, we ain't touching that. You know, I don't, I don't blame the cops. I wouldn't get involved in that either. I mean, you're outnumbered 200 to 1. 
right? And so there's nothing that that uh, local government, uh, cops, law enforcement, anything. I mean, it, it comes to a point where there's nothing that anybody's going to be able to do about that as far as is the uh, teenagers because there's so many years of partying and playing, and you just think you think you're just going to stop those kids from doing that. It's not going to happen. I like. Life is chaos. That's what happens, you know. Little anarchy. It's okay, as long as they ain't killing nobody. It's cool. Well, that's the mm. problem, though, is that is that uh, they could potentially infect other people. But but you know, too, Sean, I think, and, and Dano too, is is that you've taken these kids out of school. You say, hey, you're not going back till the 30th of April. They don't see it as a sign of oh shit, something serious. Fuck, we're out of school. You know, hey, we can right. go back till possibly next year. So it's summertime. I mean, you know, obviously at 41 and, and in your 40s, you go, hey, stop, shit. You're, you could kill me. But uh, because let's be honest, you know, not making light of the situation, but the cough is the new M, you know, is the AR-15 now. You can fuck right. somebody up with coughing. And right. and I, I'm one of those guys. I'm gonna mace your ass with Lysol if you cough anywhere near me. Sorry, I'm fucking ass. I'm fat. I'm <laughs> old, and and I smoke cigarettes from time to time. Fuck me, I'm dead. Yeah. Right. You, know, you gotta be careful. <laughs> so, well, man, Sean, I appreciate you for calling in, brother. Stopping any time, man. We had a blast, and uh, I am Absolutely. now on the. I'm going to change.org and I'm starting a petition. Fuck the COVID virus. I want Mel Gibson in Tiger King today. That's that's it. All right, y'all have a good one. I'll talk to you later. Hey, Sean. Sean. Yeah. Sean. Yeah. You're not you're not gonna do Biden, are you? Do what? You're not gonna do Biden, are you? I haven't even got to that point yet if we even have an election or not. All right, love you, dude. Love you, dude. I'm All done. Right. I'm done. All right. Take care, man. All right. Bye. That's, ladies and gentlemen, that is Sean Castleberry. He was uh, a host on the uh, shows here at Talk Radio 49, and I uh, love to have him on the air. And Dano, I got to tell you, bro, Mel Gibson coming in, but he's got to be Mel Gibson. I say he's got to be Mel Gibson from, like, you know, some of his uh, medieval shit. I don't want, like, Lethal Weapon Mel Gibson. I want dude to come in with a, a fucking Game of Thrones type sword and. Well, Mel, and a Mel Gibson would him. never do. Mel Gibson would never do that role. If he did, it would be terrible. I, that's just what Sean thought. He might think that, you know, may, maybe Mel Gibson would be the man, but no. I would say maybe Brad Pitt could pull that off. True. True. Well, here's one for you. The fat guy, James Garston, you know, Garrison, the one that uh, turned FBI informant, that owned strip clubs. Um, who would you say could play him, Dano? Jack Ruby. I'm thinking, and this website's showing me a picture of Val Kilmer. Have you seen Val Kilmer lately? 
I'm looking at the picture now, the the heavy Val Kilmer, but I don't know if he's what he looks like today. Yeah, Val Kilmer's not in good shape at all. It's it's pretty bad. Well, I mean, let's be. Oh my God, I'm looking at him. He admitted he hasn't had a girlfriend in 20 years. What the fuck? Well, I mean, he he it's pretty bad with Val Kilmer, but. Valley Vows, man. I'd I'd go with Valley Vows, man. Back in the nineties, but no, no. He, but you got to look at the character he's playing. He's playing that fat ass from the from the show. I mean, it's perfect. That guy wasn't the model of health. That guy did. Yeah, I don't. Didn't, I don't know. I mean, you're talking about Joe Exotic, though. I mean, that's what we were no, we were getting down to. No, I, well, I was talking about the fat informant. That guy would be perfect because that guy doesn't scream milk my prostate. He just doesn't. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's not getting it uh, for sure. Um, Let's see. Well, let's go ahead and that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, here's the thought. Matthew McConaughey could be Joe's right-hand man, the guy with no legs. He could play that. No, he could be. He could actually be Joe Exotic. I mean, there's no question. He would be Joe Exotic. And an interesting, interesting, though, interesting year. Uh, Joe Exotic is the ringmaster of his own Carnival of Chaos. And they say, this website says there's only one man who is crazy enough to play Joe Exotic. And that's Tom Cruise. It's too short. I mean, he don't have to be, you know. He's he's out there. He's definitely out there in Joe Exotic Land for sure. Uh, I like it. You know, obviously we said David Spade, and and you had another. Uh, you had another one. You said, uh, damn, who'd you say? I cannot remember for the life of me who you who you you said Alan Jackson. Of course, you were joking. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't remember, I don't, I don't remember who it was, but uh, there's, there's so many you can throw out there that, but you got to be more dramatic than a David Spade because he sucks. I mean, he's he's a good, decent comedian, blah blah blah, whatever, but he would never be able to pull that off and make that movie good. He would, yeah, he just. Uh, no, no. I would. I'd go maybe. I don't know. Let me think about that. You, you got to give me a little bit. Well, we can do that, ladies and gentlemen. We have an hour in the books here on the Fuck It, We'll Do It live show. Where in the hell has time gone? But, ladies and gentlemen, we have picked up a sponsor. We have picked up a sponsor for the show. It's Big Bill Hales Cars out of Maryland, I believe they are. But anyway, we're going to do that. We're going to play another one of our songs out of the archives. As we take a little bit of break, we're going to come back. We're going to do our meme of the week. And we also are going to do our movie of the week, and we're going to talk about it. So, spoiler alert. Anyway, uh, we'll be back. Fuck it, do it live. I'm Brad. That's Dano. And we'll be back. 
If you're dumb enough to buy a new car this weekend, you're a big enough schmuck to come to Big Bill Hell's Cars. Bad deals. Cars that break down. Speed. If you think you're going to find a bargain at Big Bill, you can kiss my ass. It's our belief that you're such a stupid motherfucker. You'll fall for this bullshit. Guaranteed. If you find a better deal, shove it up your ugly ass. You heard us right. Shove it up your ugly ass. Bring your tray. Bring your tires. Bring your wife. We'll fuck her. That's right. We'll fuck your wife. Because it's Big Bill Hell. You're fucked six ways from Sunday. Take a hike to Big Bill Hell. Home of challenge pissing. That's right. Challenge pissing. How does it work? If you can piss six feet in the air straight up and not get wet, you get no down payment. Don't wait. Don't delay. Don't fuck with us or we'll rip your nuts off. Only at Big Bill Hell. The only dealer that tells you to fuck off. Hurry up, asshole. This event ends the minute after you write us a check. And it better not bounce or you're a dead motherfucker. Go to hell. Big Bill Hell's card. All the more filthiest and exclusive home of the me- When you wake up in the morning and you wonder why no one's beside you, where are you? Yes, I'm your love. 
Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Fuck if you don't even listen. Just hook a brother up and subscribe. You can also catch it on Apple iTunes under Talk Radio 49 because that's what we do. We broadcast under Talk Radio 49. Thanks to Mr. Michael Carnahan and Lisa O'Brien for uh, funding the airwaves so that we can get on here and take a shit all over them with our uh, incessant ramblings of mediocrity. But again, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podbay. Fuck, it's everywhere. You can't get away from us. We are the internal COVID-19 virus. Uh, we're going to get in your fucking head, and we're going to fuck you up, because that's what we do. We just like to talk a lot of shit, and then when we get off the show, me and Danny will go around the corner and start screwing and stuff. 9 o'clock in the morning. Are you sure it's 9 o'clock in the morning? Maybe now it's 11 or 12. Fuck me. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm out of comebacks on the show. Uh, there we go. Uh, so without any further ado, let's just, golly, shut up, Brad. Let's, uh, go to, give Danny a minute to find his meme of the week, but we're going to do this now. It's our effort. We'll do it live show movie of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, it is our movie of the week. It was a 2020 film called The Hunt, and it is about 12 strangers waking up in a clearing. They don't know where they are or how they got there, but in the shadow of a dark internet conspiracy theory, ruthless elitists gather at a remote location to hunt the humans for sport, but now they don't understand that their master plan is going to get fucked up by one Miss Crystal who turns the table on her pursuers. It was released March 11th in 2020 in the UK. It's directed by Greg Zobel. It had a $15 million budget. It was produced by Damon Lindelof and Jason Bloom. And it was a screenplay based off of Damon Lindelof and Nick Cruz. Now, let's see what the critics have to say before we get into it. Uh, A.O. Scott of the New York Times says, Betty Gilpin battles the snowflakes in a bloody satire of polarized America. Dano, you mentioned this movie to me. I was like, yeah, you know, who knows. But really and truly, you know, you have to put the the uh, the whole political shit behind you. And, of course, the tomato meter on the Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 54%, the audience score of 66 Six percent, Dano. What did you think? The hunt. Well, I mean, at the end, it it kind of lets you know it's not as political as you think. As far as Crystal, she's a badass. Obviously, um, she kind of took over that situation and nipped it in the bud. Uh, that's kind of an understatement, but. She was an ass kicker and gorgeous. 
And How? she was a great, you know, great actress. I thought, you know, and coming for me, that means a lot. I know, but she, um, she was, yeah, man, that was uh, that that movie. It it got political on me, but uh, I felt like uh, it evened out somewhat. Um, I still feel like it was Hollywood material. A lot of that. Um, ideology uh came from hollywood but um th- they knew they had to go that route at the end or toward the end of the movie to uh to make that movie happen they actually took it off the screen i mean there was a lot of people that was pissed off and offended by it but i actually enjoyed the hell out of it i thought i, I thought crystal was badass in the movie i mean you just you just got to watch it. I don't want to, you know, do I don't I don't want to be the the spoiler, but she's she's a badass, so get ready. She's um she's not fucking around in that movie. Well, the consensus among the critics uh here on Rotten Tomato, you say tomato, I say potato, whatever. Uh, but anyway, RottenTomatoes.com is that The Hunt is successful enough as a darkly humorous action thriller, but it shoots wide of the mark when it aims for timely social satire. So I thought it was great. I don't get offended. Um, and if I did, you know, like I said, I'm 41, I'm fat, I have no teeth, and I, uh, you know, I just, if I got offended, fuck, I'd, I'd live a life offended because I am a walking, you know, offended. I would say offended, but that's weird. But um, Right, you are yeah. fat and you have no teeth, yeah. Yeah, I, we get it. Fuck you. Um, that's great. Thank you. Fuck to even have you on for. You're such a fucking pal. Uh, anyway, you know, you look at the uh, where to watch it. If you want to watch it, you can go to Fandango now and rent or buy it, or you can go to Vudu, that's V-U-D, rent or buy it as well. Definitely worth watching if you like that kind of shit. I mean, it's it's not it's not on the Tarantino level of movies, but, you know, if you didn't know any better, you could say that it'd be something like he would put together, uh, and it could definitely have a cult following for sure. Uh, but I thought it was good. Uh you know, I it had some shit in it that I was like, wow. You know, I could, but you know what? I think that's the best thing they could have done for a movie. You're like not going to get away. You're not going to get away with being a liberal in that if you're watching that movie. So if you're doing it politically, you know, or on both sides, you're not going to get away with it. It's uh, it's going to take you both down, and Crystal is going to kick your ass. I mean, you're not going to get away. Dude, with it. like, where is where is Crystal? Why don't we get her? Why can't we get her to fight the coronavirus? She would kick the coronavirus in the sack. <laughs> she is <laughs> mean. Bro. She you know, not, you know, and she just isn't mean if you think about it. I mean, she listens to. I'm not going to spoil the movie, but uh, when when she gets involved in the movie, it kind of. She's kind of the equalizer in in the movie, and and she takes the politics out of it and puts a lot of the violence into the movie, and she really fucks some shit up, people up, and makes everybody go, hey, you know, 
fuck you. You know, I mean, you just got to watch it. Uh, I think it's worth watching. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I think it's worth watching. Look, you can easily go take some time, watch The Hunt. And we're not sponsored by The Hunt. Fuck, we don't get shit out of this. But we watch it. What else are you going to do in these times? You're going to watch TV. Of course, you know, you can go to Netflix. You can watch Tiger King. Or you can watch Tiger King because it's only seven episodes, 45 minutes an episode. And then go get caught up on Ozark. Great show in itself. Go watch that shit. But let's go back to the hunt. I think, Daniel, you had to throw. Are you looking for your cigarettes again? Are you looking for the cigarettes? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you go ahead and talk, yeah. dude. I'm looking for cigarettes and I'm pissing. I can definitely hear. Let me go ahead, ladies and gentlemen, live on the air tonight. It's the first. Our host is taking a leak on the air. That is amazing radio, ladies and gentlemen, for sure. Podcast material, chalk it up. 47 minutes left in the show, and this is what we have. But anyway, I think that the the people on the hunt did a great job. And the best way to promote their movie was they weren't going to put it out there as if some bitch was winning an Oscar. They were putting it out there as if this show was going to uh, definitely have that political feel to it so that, uh, you know, it gave some controversy, and controversy sells. It puts your shit in the ads. And uh, we've muted Dano for a minute because, uh, well, we were in the bathroom with him. So uh, anyway, uh, anyway, that was our movie of the week. It was great. Uh, it was well worth the watch. Dano, do you uh, don't tell me right now because I gotta lead us into it. But do you, sir, have a meme of the week loaded? Do you have a meme of the week? And we lost it. Anyway, when he comes back, we're gonna do that. Uh, our meme of the week. If I have to go do it, if I have to carry him, that's fine. I'm not carrying him in his current condition right now as I'm staring at him. Hey, Dave, turn around, bro. I know that Big Bill, Big Bad Bill Hill said that we're having a pissing contest for no down payment. Don't do it. Don't do it. You can't piss six feet straight up in the air and not get wet, bro. You're you're paying a down payment, bro. Paying a down payment. But, uh, uh, mean? Anyway, are you are you there? Are you there? Is it? Uh, yeah, are we there? Here. Don't don't yeah, say your uh, name of the week. I got I got a load of hang on. I got a load us in there. One second. Give me one second and. Let's do this official life because we're trying to be official. I don't know if we can be official. Have you seen us? Anyway, don't stalk our Facebook pages, weirdo. Anyway. Come one, come all, join it, grab your popcorn, grab your soda, but stay six fucking feet apart from each other. It is now time for the Fuck It, We'll Do It live show, Dano's Meme of the Week. Week, week, yeah, whatever, that's so unfucking produced. Go ahead, Dano, what's your meme of the week? Well, the woman that, uh, she falls in the grass, she falls. (laughs) She falls down and her friend asks her, um. Oh my God! Did you fall down? And she says, "No, I'm, I'm vegan." Because she's eating the grass, you know. And, and so, I thought that was hilarious. I, I don't know. It, it's, it's, 
probably two or maybe eight months old. I don't know, but it's uh, it's hilarious. And you know, um, yeah, look at look at that meme. Check that one out. And then there's one. <laughs> there's one where they're showing all the cheese. Every all the toilet paper's gone. But there's a meme where there's it's showing a lot of cheese, and they're like, um, I don't need any toilet paper. So there you go. <laughs> Think about that. Hey, yeah, put your mind together. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, bad experience with that situation, for sure. Man, I'm trying to remember, Dano, that meme that, that was out there on Facebook a while back about the Cowboys. Oh, 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 yeah, it was uh, – the question was, if you could give up one of your favorite sports teams – to get rid of the coronavirus forever, uh, why? Why would it be? Who? What was it? Who? Something about the. Who would it be? Who would it be, and why is it the Cowboys? You know, some shit like that. It's hilarious. Because I'm anti-Dallas Cowboy all day, dude. I don't even care. I could care less about the. What did Joe Namath say? Right. Yeah, that's oh, exactly what it said. That that was hilarious. That was that was hilarious. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what it said. Yeah, it, it was uh, it was great. That was a great meme. There's so many out there during the coronavirus. I mean, there's so many people that are so clever, and they're they're certainly putting it together uh, with their memes. And uh, I'm still on every one of them all the time, every day, on the front page. You know, it's like I'm still on all your memes. I, I do it every day. Uh, so everybody's. Um, uh, they and they make me proud. They really do. Uh, there's a lot of highly, uh, you know, not just competitive but clever, clever people out there with their memes. And I and I'm jealous. Uh, Danny, have you been to Atlanta, Georgia? Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, you're a fucking man. felon. You're a felon. You're a felon. You cannot go to Atlanta being you as you're a felon. Why is that? Because there is a law in Atlanta that states you cannot let your pubic hair grow past six inches. I mean, well, there's no way I would do that anyway because it would outgrow my. Uh, hello? Hello? <laughs> Did did you really just go uh, grub a uh, grub wearing a turtleneck, sir? Wow. Well, yeah, Atlanta, Georgia is not the only place. You know that Alabama, there are a lot of shit ears in Alabama. So you guys well, need yeah, to I'm call in. At, I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at voting law or uh, excuse me laws that are just dumb. And in Alabama, state code only allows you they, five they minutes a lot of for one to in, vote. They eat a lot of shit in Alabama, and if they don't clean up their shit, they you know they get a, they get ticketed or whatever. So a lot of times, what they do in Alabama is they just pick their own shit up, or if they see cow shit. They'll pull over and they'll pick it up and eat it, and that's what they do in Bama. There's a lot of shit eaters in Bama. Whoa! And you guys please, can call if you're from Alabama, please like and just subscribe to the show. I know you're not going to listen anymore, uh-huh. but just subscribe. Goddamn, be <laughs> give a donation of a subscription. Fuck me. Let's see how many we got. No, there's a lot of shit eaters now. Fuck it. 
Yeah, well, you know, there's a lot of... We'll do it. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Merle, ha- Merle, Merle Haggard died five years ago today, or four. It'll be four years ago. And you, you, you people in Bama wouldn't know a shit. About Mr. They, Merle Haggard. I mean, y'all yeah, sitting over there blowing. You motherfuckers in Bama are over there blowing Garth Brooks, man, from the 1990s. I, I got friends in low places too, bro. I'm just saying. I think it's safe to say, dude, that people in Bama are about all about Luke Bryan eating shit and talking about Garth Brooks. Do I, huh? Or did you really go there? I mean, do I'm there's no way I'm backing off. Do I make you want to you know how many fans? On the road? You know how many fans <laughs> we're gonna gain from me saying what I just said from Alabama? They're gonna love us forever. Well, they're probably too stupid to fuck. They're gonna hate me and love you. Well, they love me. Do what? Because I'll eat, I'll eat a shit sandwich with them. Put some mayonnaise on that son of a bitch. Let's go. Black folks don't eat shit in Alabama. They fuck dirty ass white girls. Was there any clean white girls in Alabama? Hello. No, black dudes, they take all the white girls off our hands, the ugly, dirty white girls. White dudes they eat they eat shit in Alabama. All white dudes eat shit. Rednecks and all that. But don't tell them where I live. I won't tell them uh, 17,622 mil uh, shithead street. Uh, anyway. Uh, oh, you went mill, dude. That was close, man. You almost got me killed. <laughs> yeah, true. True, true. I mean, I've been trying to have you killed for a long time. There is a lot of Roll Tide fans that eat a lot of shit. Ask the Auburn fans. They'll tell you. And they're from Alabama. And they eat a lot of shit, but they will tell you that a lot of Bama fans eat shit. Uh, It's Auburn fans. They kill fucking trees. I mean, hello. Um, Anyway. Dude, do you know the gorgeous women that we have here in Arkansas? Uh, Where? How beautiful the women here. And we have, most of us have all of our teeth. But now, are you Bama, talking about me again? You can't, you can't eat shit today? with corn in it and keep what? Are you are you is it open season on me again? Because I feel like that's where that's going. No, it's uh, no, it's not a direct hit towards you, man. No, you're just a care bear sister boy. <laughs> you're just a care bear little sister boy, man. Them boys in Alabama. Yeah, man, oh my god. They eat more yeah. shit than they fuck. Well, that's that's good. That's it's uh, yeah. Um, I don't even know where to. Where do you want me to drive to now? Where do I go? You just tom tom the shit out of me into a direction of where the fuck bill. I'll tell you what, man. Uh, President Trump, he's gonna um, he's gonna make he's gonna repeat himself a lot, and he's gonna make some choice decisions, and then he's gonna repeat himself a lot. And then people are going to get on there, and they're going to repeat themselves. And then he's going to get back on there, and he's going to repeat himself. And we're going to get to this coronavirus by repeating ourselves all day. And we're going to lose a lot of people, especially the shit eaters in Alabama. The shit eaters in Alabama. Yeeks. Well, well, like I said, please, please, somebody, just please, 
please just just like the subscription button before you go tell us to fuck ourselves. If you're in Alabama. Now, Louisiana, I'm sure now, down in Louisiana, it's getting really bad down in Louisiana. They don't eat a lot of shit in Alabama. I mean, down in Louisiana, but they do bathe in the swamps in Louisiana. They do. I mean, they're typical. They they get down there and they uh, caress gators and they'll tongue a fucking, you know, gar and, yeah, they'll bathe with another alligator. And that's what they do in Louisiana. And that's why the coronavirus is... No, I'm serious. The coronavirus is serious shit, man. If you're down in Louisiana, go fuck your tigers. They can, you know, take take Joe Exotic down there with you and go fuck your tigers, okay? But I wish you all well. I wish you all the very best. We are, we are now down to two subscribers on the page. Uh, Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna take a real we're gonna take a real quick break, go out and saute you a turd if you live in Louisiana or Alabama, according to Dana. But when we come back, we are going to talk about another topic. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The man himself. The man himself has released a comedy special, and Dano's gonna talk about that. When we come back, you're listening to an action-packed, non-shit sandwich-eating show. Fuck it, we'll do it live. This one goes out to all you squirrels. One, two, one, two. There's been an awful murder. Down on Music Road I still love old country Some good rock and roll Them record execs They done lost their damn mind They think we're all too old Deaf, dumb, and blind Now they're hipping and hopping Got no steel guitar The songs that they're singing They don't come from the heart They ran off the possum Now it's gone to the squirrels They call that shit country But it damn sure ain't Merle It's like Brokeback Mountain In Nashville these days Cowgirls are still pretty, but now most of the cowboys are gay. I sure miss old Waylon, and I miss John Wayne. Back when country had balls and pride in its name. Now they're snapping and clapping, got no steel guitar. The songs that they're singing. They don't come from the heart They ran off the possum Now it's gone to the squirrels They call that shit country But it damn sure ain't murder Show them how to play country music, boys
Got no steel guitar The songs that they're singing They don't come from the heart They ran off the possum Now it's gone to the squirrels They call that shit country But it damn sure ain't murder They ran off Jamie Johnson They kept all the squirrels You can't call that shit country Damn sure. It damn sure ain't Merle. It damn sure ain't Merle. We say that every time we're looking up on YouTube as well as uh, various music outlets to probably buy that album and or that song, depending how he's going to sell it. Of course, we played The Rock, Leroy Parnell. We also played the great late Merle Haggard's last song. Kern River Blues. We don't own the rights to that, but what we want to do is, yeah, we want to talk a little shit, a lot of shit, actually, uh, but we also want to give you a little bit of a time there to take you a couple of drinks or a couple of shots and uh, enjoy yourself while we get through this show here. We've got about 30 minutes left, maybe 28 minutes left here on the Fuck It, We'll Do It live show, and Danny was mentioning to me earlier about uh, a new comedy special that was coming out from the basically embattled Louis C.K., who a lot of people will remember was on fire, okay, on Netflix. His comedy was killing it, and he had a show, uh, and that was ended up being canceled because apparently it came out that Louis C.K. would, even I think before he became sincerely famous, was would publicly masturbate in front of females. I don't believe that he did anything to them other than, you know, pleasured himself, that's bad enough. But to the surprise of his fans and detractors, the dude has dropped a new comedy special, and it uh, comes out. It was actually Saturday, and it's on his official website. He released a stand-up, he said, entitled Sincerely CK for Those Who Need to Laugh. And it is available to download and to stream for a mere $7.99. Um, that, uh, you know, if you want to do that. And these times, it's great. Uh, the Louis star and creator uh, indirectly referenced the coronavirus outbreak and said that laughter helps when things get shitty or when people are facing difficult times. Now, Louis C.K. Uh, was brought to my attention by Dano. Dano, I know for a fact that uh, you are probably hopefully dying to see this, uh, because you are a huge Louis C.K. fan, or at least you had been. Uh, and I know he's had some issues, but God bless, he's funny. He is hilarious. And uh, this new uh, thing, what do you what do you expect? And what's your take uh, on the – all right, uh, listeners, I don't want to hear your emails about how he used to pull his microphone out. Uh, see, I'm not going – that's a Jim Rome reference. But uh, anyway, uh, Dano, what – what what you got? What do you got on this new Louis C.K. special? I mean, I know you have to have something. Well, he um, first of all, dying to hear it. I mean, a lot of us don't want to hear that. Dying. That uh, that's a little scary. 
And everybody's going through a lot right now, Brad. I mean, you just calm your nerves. Now, here we go, the voice of reason. Okay, I get it, I get it, I get it. I, he, um, he's he got a special out. Theo Vaughn actually did a uh, whatever on it, and he talked about it somewhat and how dark and how really offensive and how you got to really have it together mentally if you're going to listen to that um, stand-up. Now, I haven't listened to it yet. Just basing it on Theo Vaughn and what he had to say about it, uh, which he's a comedian, a great comedian that has a podcast. I don't know, whatever. He's um, absolutely hilarious. But he um, he had mentioned Louis C.K. in his new special. Said so you just you know you can't you can't go into it offended or feeling like maybe you things could get offensive. Uh, or you um, may not like some of the things he says, uh, and he talks about him jacking off and whatever. Uh, uh, based on what I what what Theo Vaughn was saying, you know, he he talks about himself, you know, really bad, you know, uh, or not really bad. I don't want to say bad, but he talks about himself and what he did. I don't know. I haven't seen again. I haven't seen the. Um, the stand-up special, but you have to, uh, along with me, you gotta you gotta check that out. Uh, Louis C.K. is hilarious. He's probably right up there with Bill Burr as the funniest son of a bitch out there on the market right now. I mean, there's not two of them you're gonna find better. So, um, he, I don't, I don't know yet. I don't know. I mean, how he can pull that off. Uh, with with everything that he's been accused of, um, and he's still able to pull that off, I don't know. I, but I am so anxious, Brad. Breaking, breaking bad, Brad. That's what I want to call you. Um, that's what I want to. Uh, yeah, yeah. I want to check that out. I want to see what's up with Louis C.K. Um, one of the greatest comedians of. Uh, he's got to be top ten of all time. He's absolutely hilarious. So I'm looking forward to that. So hope I mean, outside of uh, what Theo Vaughn was describing about him uh, in his new stand up, I don't I don't know what to tell you. Just either watch it or go fuck yourself. I don't I don't care if you're easily offended, then fuck off. But Louis C.K., you know, he jacked off in front of a few women back in the early to mid-90s, and he asked for permission. That was weird. It was creepy, but I don't know. Do you th- yeah, Whatever you want to do, man. Was he funny well, before you knew that? Was he, was he funny before you knew that? Pro- he was probably funny to you before he did that, and then when you found out about it, you probably were like, oh, that's creepy, motherfucker, but. I don't know, man. Um, we've all did some weird shit, man, that we're probably not ever going to talk about. Well, good for you. Good for you. Humor. Good for you, Louis C.K. Good for you, buddy. Uh, well, you, and you talk about because I know he's listening. I know he's listening. Oh, absolutely. In fact, he's sitting here with me. Put that motherfucker away. Uh, anyway. Uh, 
you know, you talk about the dark humor that he has, and, and I can see now where, where Theo Vaughn was going with that because one of the first things he does at the outset of his show is he says, well, how was your last couple of years? And uh, after acknowledging the standing ovation of the audience, he says, man, I was in a lot of trouble. Man, wait till they see those pictures of me in blackface. That's going to make it a lot worse. So that's what you're going to get with that special. Um, you know, the, and and I, I did not laugh at that, but not because it wasn't funny. But, I mean, it's just, you know, I guess you have to deliver it in a way that he probably does. But, you know, I guess that's what we're going to see when, when we when we watch that. And and I'm okay with, with that shit um, because it is just, to me, it's comedy. A lot of people may get offended by it and, and – uh, but, you know, I mean, a comedian's job is to is to, to say jokes. You don't necessarily have to mean I, – I don't know. Fuck, I'm getting serious. Get the hell out of that. Stop. But, uh, you know, I mean, I, I just looked for – to try to find it. Of course, it's on his website. You can go to that if you want to. Uh, what's your website? Oh, okay, I got you. I got it. Hey, man, stop. LewisCK.com. That's L-O-U-I-S. CK.com. Louis uh, CK, you if, you, if you never listen to him and his stand-ups, he's so talented and he's extremely, he's extremely, uh, he's just so witty and he's so, it, it's so amazing. Now, there's a lot of pervertiveness in him that you, you, if you can get through that, you know, that's things that he's going to do in his skits, and you're like, oh, it's kind of weird. But if you get through those sort of things, you know, some people think it's funny. I don't, but I still don't get offended and turn him off. I I think he's he's absolutely the, the greatest comedian of all time uh, outside of Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, and – Bill Burr's right up there, Louis C.K., uh, George Carlin, um, Nick DiPaolo, if you never listen to him, I mean, check, check, I mean, he's, a, he's, he's insane, uh, but, yeah, just, just calm down, yeah, give, give Louis, give Louis a chance, he's not, he's not raping women, he's not out doing crazy shit, he's just, uh, uh, did he make a mistake? I don't know if he made a mistake or he made mistakes. I just know that it was weird what he was doing. Uh, he asked for permission. They gave it to him. Uh, he did what he did. Am I going to judge him? Fuck no, I'm not judging that dude. That dude is hilarious. Absolutely. Go check uh, the Louis C.K. comedy special out. We're gonna we got about twenty minutes left, so here's what we're gonna do. We got one last topic we're gonna talk about, and that is the quarantine uh, and its effects on your body. And I don't mean by the disease; I'm talking about the dreaded fast food. That's right, fast food. See what happens. We'll be back here in just a minute to wrap this bitch up. Here, on fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> Hello? Hey. Um, actually, I'm about to eat. Can I call you back in, like, just a minute? Alright, cool. Alright, talk to you then. Bye.
I, I, I think he did it to himself, but it was still amazing, though. I mean, how do you get down to four chicken nuggets and then not finish it? I mean. And I think you have to think about this. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Do the math on that. That's ten chicken nuggets a minute. Uh, you know, and, and when he got done, he looked like me getting out of bed. You know, for some people, it looked like he worked out. For me, it's just trying to roll up out the bed. I was like, dude. No, he does. Like, nobody looks like you getting out of bed. You're well, like um, you're like Frank Burles, uh before he passed away when you're getting out of bed. I'm probably I probably look like Frank Burles right now. You're yeah, you're more like Ronald Reagan right before he passed away. All right, that's uh, that's cool. I didn't know we were filming the hunt again, but that's fine. It is what it is. Well, you know what? You don't have to roll over in the mornings and look at me, asshole. Whoa, that's weird. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. So we're uh, we're sharing way too much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's forget about the whole ten minutes of the front of the show, and we won't even go there. No, we're going there, dude. You can't you can't say that we roll over together. <laughs> you can't do that. So I'm gonna go ahead and ask you to take that back. There's no take backs. We're like in grade school. Absolutely no take backs. Uh well you remember that I remember Dumb and Dumber when he goes, he goes when they're in the in the car and he's like, uh, "Radio, who needs a radio? <laughs> you ready, Harry?" <laughs> and then they're in the uh, truck and he's like, "Yeah." And then <laughs> no take backs or some shit like that. I don't know. I'm fucking it up, but that was hilarious. That sounds like you right now. Well, the only thing that I can equate Dumb and Dumber to right now is, do you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? And they're like, you know, they do that. They do Don't that. do it. Don't do it. Or whatever. I would just say click on our podcast. But anyway. So what? Is um, that wrong? So what? So what do you think, Brad? What do you think about the the COVID nineteen? Let's get serious for a minute. Do you? Um, you've seen a spike in the uh, in the numbers. It's gone way up. It's gone way up. And Trump did his speech as he repeated himself over and over again. And um, so where do you think it's going as we end the show in the next 10 to 15 minutes? So we're, uh, I mean, how are you feeling about this? Are you worried? Are you uh, you going to do the mask? Are you, because some people aren't doing the mask. They're not even doing the gloves. They're just. Uh, washing their hands and staying home and maybe going to the store every once in a while. So what? Do you, how are you handling it right now? Well, I would like, number one, to speak to a psychic or a medium or someone who can pull, you know, those that we've lost from the, from the past. And I want to go back and I want to make contact with Michael Jackson because I feel like dude knew something about this coronavirus 20 years before we did. Because he sported the gloves and the mask in public. 
And so I want to know what in the hell he really knew. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Not being serious, though. Yeah. God rest his soul and uh, whatever. Yeah, you know. I mean, fuck him. Fuck you know what? I can't wait till tomorrow when the new Michael Jackson sandwich He was a Tomo. Look, dude. Have you not seen the new hamburger that's coming out in honor of Michael Jackson? It's like old sandwich in between two young buns. I'm just saying. Just saying. Uh, but anyway, now, going back. The great Michael Jackson. The great late registered I'm Michael Jackson. With I'm man starting with the kid in the middle. He's That's weird. Like he's eight weird. years old. Right. Oh, anyway. <laughs> he anyway, was, he was legendary, uh, but it was it was weird. Dude, one of these days was, we're gonna talk about allegedly, Neverland. Allegedly, that's the word. Allegedly, we're gonna talk about the Neverland. What is it? The Neverland Ranch? Yeah, we're gonna talk about that one day. It's old. Have as you life. seen? I gotta watch that documentary that came out though, and, and talk about that. Even though I heard it's full of crap, it's full of crop. Crop. Crap. That is weird. So I gotta weird. hear your. Uh, I gotta hear your. Uh, I I've gotta hear you do it. You've got to do the the impression that you were doing earlier. I gotta hear it. Oh, come on, is it Dog do Holiday. It. Do it, yes. Forgive me if I don't shake hands. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yes. That's it. Tombstone Dano. Forgive me Dude, if I you don't shake that movie. Why, Johnny Ringo. You look like somebody just walked over your grave. Fight's not with you, Holiday. I beg to differ, sir. We started a game we never got to finish. Fight for blood, remember? I was just fooling about. I wasn't. And this time, legal. All right, Longer. Let's do it. Say when. Hi, and then he goes, uh... Then he tells him, he tells him one time, he goes, uh, don't any of you have the guts to fight for blood? He goes, I'm your huckleberry. That's just my game. All right, Longer. I'll put you out of your misery. <laughs> I love it, dude. That's great. Baba, you may proceed. You stalk that movie. But going back, though, to answer your question on the COVID virus, being serious, I believe that uh, that right now we have to take what we're hearing with a grain of salt because we don't know. Uh, and none of our doctors and our leaders really know, but from one day to the next um, – you know, I know that, that, that some believe that it's just become airborne. I believe that this thing has been airborne uh, for a while. I think it never really, never really didn't. And, you know, I know that you can get it from contact, but I think this thing's been airborne. And I think that the, 
as every day goes by, we learn something. But I also think that uh, people are are making more out of it than needs to be. Um, obviously, it is a major serious problem that we're dealing with. It's a pandemic, but I think that we need to basically just kind of relax a little and stay vigilant, but let's not go out and go overboard, and let's definitely not go out and do dumb shit. And, you know, I have to take issue with Georgia right now for opening the beaches. That's weird because that's just, you know, I want to beat this shit because not only for the public safety, but, dude, I'm tired of not being able to go outside. And I'm, you know, or move around freely or watch my hogs, you know, win a game or lose a game or I can't handle it. And so the more that we pay attention, but now let's not go overboard to the fact of where we are literally in a public panic about something. I think that's where I'm at on that. And I think that, yes, the numbers are staggering, but at the same time, like I said in the opening of the show, I still believe that we're going to have high numbers because we have over 2 million tests out there and growing, and we've only accounted for 25% of those tests. So in the grand scheme of things, guys, we've just got to be calm and take this day by day and not stir a public panic with your fucking opinion. I get it. But, hey, uh, Joe Blow on Facebook, you know how to change spark plugs. You're not a fucking doctor. Yeah. I don't need your opinion. And I sure as hell yeah, don't need somebody telling me what I can and can't do and what a piece of shit I am because I go outside and enjoy some fresh air. That's the type of opinions and shit that, that this country doesn't need. Let some fucking doctors handle it. And don't interpret what you hear, but fucking listen to what you hear and act upon it. That's what I'm saying. Look, folks. Big Bad Brad has said what he has to say with the coronavirus, everything that we went through tonight. We've had a good time. We've had a good show. I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you listen. Hope you get down there and comment when you go to YouTube. If you haven't listened, if, if you want to go to YouTube, subscribe. Please do that. And, uh, and go back and listen to the show and comment and uh, take care of yourselves tonight. And Here's happy birthday, topic, Merle Haggard. Let's give some love to Mr. Merle Haggard, who would have been whatever today. Brad, you take care of yourself, and let's uh, let's get out of here, man. And, hey, join us Monday, Monday at 8 o'clock, our time, Central Standard Time, 8 to 10 on Monday. And uh, let's build the... Oh, all righty, ladies and gentlemen. Get on there, subscribe, YouTube, Stitcher, iTunes. Check it out. We're going to be great fun. Had a great time tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been great. It's been fun, and it has been one hell of a time. How the hell are you doing? Sleep tight. Good night. From fuck it. We'll do it live. Turn out the lights. The party's over They say that all Good things must end Call it a night The party's over And tomorrow starts
What a crazy, crazy party Never seen so many people Laughing, dancing Look at you, you're having fun But look at me, I'm almost crying But that don't keep her love from dying Misery, cause for me The party's over Turn out the lights The party's over They say that all Good things must end Call it a night The party's over And tomorrow starts the same old thing again Once I had a love undying I didn't keep it, wasn't trying Life for me was just one party And then another I broke her heart so many times Had to have my party wine Then one day she said, sweetheart The party's over Turn out the lights The party's over They say that all Good things must end Call it a night The party 